Charles Sella, the owner of Oaklawn Park, recently announced that as a thank you to fans, the track would not charge any admission in 2015, letting people into the grandstand for free. Now, under pressure to match this act of largesse, the management of Churchill Downs announced that for admission on Derby and Oaks days, it would, under no circumstances, charge customers more than half their total net worth. <laughs> and thanks for dropping by Lenny's place. On more than one occasion over the past seven years, officials at Keeneland have wanted to kick me in the you-know-what because I have continually railed against the relevancy of the polytrack run bluegrass stakes as a prep for the Kentucky Derby. As bluegrass winners each year finished up the track in the run for the Roses, this became painfully obvious, eventually even to Keeneland management, which finally moved back to a dirt surface. I salute Keeneland for doing this, admitting they weren't getting the runners. I further commend them for upping the purse of the bluegrass to a million bucks and for moving it forward a week in the calendar, giving horsemen four weeks until the derby. All of these moves will help make the bluegrass a viable prep for the derby, and you'll see the difference in the quality of its field immediately. There was just a vote held for president of the New York Thoroughbred Horsemen's Association. That one was between incumbent Rick Violet Jr., who's a trainer, and West Point Thoroughbred's head Terry Finley. Finley ran on a platform of more transparency, and he claimed that the current leaders were guilty of complacency in running the organization. It was a hotly contested election, with groups like the Thoroughbred Owners of California getting involved, Unfortunately, they got involved by making false claims against Finley uh, when this election was really none of its business. But the election ended up 625 votes for Violet, 611 for Finley, except that afterwards, Finley kept hearing from horsemen who never received ballots or received them too late to vote. And the New York Thoroughbred Horsemen's Association subsequently said, it can't keep an up-to-date database of members' current addresses. So now Finley is contesting the election results, and it seems to me if this group can't figure out how to keep track of its membership, maybe Finley's reasons for running sound pretty darn spot on. Speaking of elections, it's Eclipse Award voting time. You know what that means? Keyboards everywhere are smoking with righteous indignation that this horse or that horse is the only deserving winner. There are several competitive divisions, but the headlines, of course, are for three-year-old male and horse of the year. Whether you like California Chrome or Bayern to win, there's no right answer, okay? Both are deserving. My only hope is that people vote for which one did more on the racetrack, period. Recently, there have been several brutal decisions based on popularity and not on racetrack accomplishment. So whomever wins, let's hope the vote reflects racing and not who sells more t-shirts. It's with great delight that we welcome Michael Blowen, the 
founder, I'm going to give you a title here, the main man of the old Friends uh, Thoroughbred Retirement Facility. Thanks for dropping by, Michael. Uh, it's great to see you, Lanny. Now, if people may not know it, Michael used to be the film critic for the Boston Globe newspaper. Now, the rumor is you started the horse business because you got run out of town by an angry mob who did not like your scathing review of Toy Story 2. Is, is that what happened Well, that could, be, that could be true. <laughs> they could have run me out of town for any number of reasons. But I'm glad they did, and I'm glad I ended up in Kentucky. Well, how did you start? Well, Where did the idea come from? Well, it started handicapping. You know, I love to bet and go to the track. I like the drinking, like the gambling, like the stories, like my friends, like reading the racing form, liked all that stuff. And yeah. every Saturday we'd go and, and have a ball. And uh, eventually it got into my head that if I really wanted to become a great handicapper, I'd have to learn about the horses. So just on a whim, um, I ran into an old uh, friend of mine named Carlos Figueroa, who's the king of the fairs and yeah, yeah. a real character in and of himself. And I told Carlos, I said, if I came to work for you, you know, would you teach me about the horses? And he said, come on Monday. And I came on Monday and I became a, a groom and I did it for about almost two years. Wow. Uh. And then at the end of the day, the only reason that this all is relevant is because instead of making it a better handicapper, it made me a worse handicapper. <laughs> and I fell in love with the animals. And once you fall in love with the animals, like falling in love with anything else, you're dead. Yeah. Well, old friends has filled an amazing need. Uh, there wasn't anything for retired st pension stallions or geldings or other kinds of horses coming off the race track. It was a great concept. Well, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I thought, and it, it's not terribly original because we stole the idea from the horse park because I knew if people were going over there to see John Henry and right. years ago, Forgo and all those wonderful horses. Yes. And yes. funny side now that they might do it at a larger facility mm -hmm. just dedicated purely to the thoroughbreds and that people could come and feed them carrots and be yeah. and be happy about it and we can show them a really good side of what happens to these horses once they're racing and breeding careers yeah. are over. Yeah. Well, you've had a lot of great horses pass through, but probably no two greater horses than two recent arrivals. Uh, the first one was the great multiple grade one winner and superstar Game On Dude who came, oh, I'm going to say about a month or two ago. Now, the, the folks who own Game On Dude, they did not take the selection process lightly about where to move this horse, did no, they? No, they didn't. I thought it was like getting audited by the IRS. I got a call from Baffert, and he says, how far does your vet live? Uh -huh. What's his cell phone number? How far are you from Rude and Riddle? Yeah. He sent people on tours to make sure everything was on the uh -huh. up and up. Uh -huh. and, uh, and then when we finally got him, and I think Jill Baffert always wanted him to come to Old Friends. Uh -huh. So I think that was very, she was very instrumental in all of this. The second uh, recent arrival, of course, Silver Charm, huge fan base from winning the, the two classics in 1997. How many visitors has he brought in in just the few weeks that he's well, been over there? Tons, but he's going to bring in a lot more once he gets out of quarantine. Uh -huh. You know, even, you know, we work, you know, I started emailing uh, my friends in Japan at the Japanese Blood Horse Breeders Association about five or six years ago about some of the horses that were over there. Yeah. And we were very fortunate because they've been so great to us. I mean, we brought home uh, Creator, Sunshine Forever, uh, Phrase, uh, Ogaijin, and Walenda. So Silver Charm is the sixth. Mm -hmm. And now uh, Mr. M Matsuda, who's a, who's a wonderful guy and loves old friends and loves how the whole thing's worked out with, uh, with uh, Silver Charm, is very excited. And so now we're making a list of some of the other American stallions that are over there. So when their racing and breeding careers are over, we'll be able to bring them home too. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That is stupendous. Yeah. Of course, the equine retirement movement kicked into high gear because of 
Ferdinand's death in Japan. So the fact that this is all happening now is really a fantastic cycle that you've helped to make whole and make a lot better at this point. Well, thanks, Lenny. You know, we try our best. Uh, it really, when the, when everything happened about uh, Ferdinand, the, the the people that were probably the most upset about it were the Japanese breeders. Uh -huh. And so, w when we first contacted them about bringing the ho horses back and, and convinced them that we had some legitimacy, uh, they saw this as a real positive way to to uh, create a really good alliance so that these horses could come back. And and with Silver Charm, I have to thank the Lewises. They paid for everything. Yeah. You know, Robert Lewis unfortunately died. Beverly Lewis is, is still going strong, and her son Jeff yeah. coordinated everything. Yeah. Uh, he comes with an endowment. I mean, I would have taken this horse. I would have paid a hundred grand. I would have raised a hundred grand. Yeah. I would have crawled on my knees to get this horse yeah. back. And now he comes back. Not only does he come back, but he comes back with money, and he yeah. comes back all smile. Um, Everybody all along the line, from the transport company uh, to all the intermediates, uh, Rude and Riddle doing the exams and doing all that for us, just unbelievable. So everybody's really contributed to this horse's great health, and he looks fabulous. He's, he's an imperious animal. Yeah. He just knows who he is. He doesn't beg for carrots. Game on dude will beg for anything. <laughs> but Silver Charm does not beg for a thing. <laughs> Well, you've, as, as a tribute to, to your work, people like Bobby Frankel and the Lewises, I know uh, Jerry and Ann Moss have been big mm -hmm. uh, patrons. Yeah, Samantha Siegel. Samantha Siegel. The creme de la creme of this industry have backed you, so that, that says a lot about you, I think. Well, we're very grateful to Jerry because Jerry and Ann gave us our first good, really uh, champion horse in Ruhlman. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we really he, they, that really put us on 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 the map. So we're really pleased. How, how many horses are you caring for now, Michael? In Kentucky, we have 104. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. We started well. We started on Afton Farm with one horse leasing, and then we went to Hersland Farm, and I think we were up to 16 when we left there. And then when we got our permanent location here, it was originally 52 acres. We bought another 40 acres, and fenced that all in. And then uh, recently, we bought. We're, we've got a lease with an option to buy on the adjacent property, so we have another 50 acres over there. And I'm hoping to, there's another 90 acres that goes all the way up to Ironworks Pike. Uh -huh. And we're hoping to raise enough money to be able to make a, make a bid on that, and then we'll have that. It'll be really nice. And then you have the Bobby Frankel division up near Up Saratoga. in New York, that's right, at Cabin Creek. You know, yeah. Will's Way's up there, and uh -huh. Thunder Rumble, and uh -huh. some it's Zippy Chippy. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, you know, Joanne Pepper and her husband Mark are doing a great job up there. And yeah, it's really amazing. And I can't believe it. I think that we have more stakes winners than any farm in the history of horse racing. <laughs> How about that? Well, it's great to see you running through the paddocks yeah. and dealing with these horses. And holiday season, it's, it's just really nice to congratulate you and, and all the people around the country and around the world who are doing this work for for retired racehorses, we all owe you a, a great debt. So fantastic, yeah. Michael. It's nice, Lenny, and it, you're right. It, the, the thoroughbred aftercare alliance helps us an awful lot. TCA helps us a lot. You know, you know, Jeannie Mirabito has the R. Mims retirement. Yeah. There's, you know, yeah. there's all kinds of people yeah. that are that are really trying to do what's best for these horses once their racing and breeding careers are over. Yeah, great, great work. If you want to contribute to all friends, uh, check out the website that we're putting up on the screen now. Uh, you can make a holiday donation to them. We want to thank Michael Blowen for being here. We want to thank our viewers. We want to thank our sponsor, Darby Dan Farm. Darby Dan has sponsored and supported this show and before it and they're off for oh, some five years now. Uh, Darby Dan's going to step away. We wish them the best and we'll have some exciting new sponsorship news when we see you back here in January. 
So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. See you back here in 2015 at Lenny's Place.